Oh, my God. 
five minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nahum Siegel. Welcome to a Monday. Back to work we go. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program. Wake up, Israel. Look around and you'll see. 
ירושלים, בלי טוב ומקשיים באמת. או ירושלים, או ירושלים, או תבנך ונבנה. או ירושלים, או ירושלים, בלי טוב ומקשיים באמת. או ירושלים, או ירושלים, או תבנך ונבנה. בדמעות, בכי וצער, זקן ילד ונער. Oh 
J-M in the AM. Live New York City studio, Monday, back to work edition. How are you? <laughs> Lots of great stuff going on. I hope things are good where you are, no matter where you might be tuned in around the world. We are, we are constantly getting communications from people who are traveling to different sectors of this planet. And are attuned into JM and the AM. And that's pretty amazing. I mean, this is the time of year for that, obviously. Uh, but it's really amazing. And I thank everybody who's checking in. Much appreciated. Feel free to comment on the app. Go to the NSN, Nahum Segal Network app for Android and iPhone. And comment away. Sameach done by Udi Davidi. You heard uh, Eitan Gedalia's Al Hatzadikim. Rufuas HaNefesh done by Bensi Weberman and Company. Dakash HaMatzav Ruach. That was Yoeli Dickman from Israel. Ari Hills, O Yerushalayim. Nigun Lyricode, done by Simcha Friedman. Mayor Sherman, our Monday morning theme song, Masacha Hashem, and of course, Regesh Modani opening things up. And we say good morning. Welcome to a Monday on this seventh day of August, day number 20 in the month of Menachem Av. It is that very interesting time of year. Lots of people on vacation, a lot of people enjoying the incredible weather. A little bit rainy here this morning, but that's supposed to end. In the next couple of hours, we're in our New York City studio. We're going to be welcoming Yaakov Katz into the studio. We get an opportunity this morning to uh, explore a topic that I bet almost everyone in this audience has thought about and has done nothing about. (laughs) And that is preserving photos and videos 
so that you'll actually have them years from now, as opposed to you know having thousands of photos and videos on your phone that will never ever be watched or shared with anybody. So we'll discuss that and plenty more coming up. Yakov Katz coming into our studio here at the JM in the AM. And I thank all of you for tuning in. Thanks for joining us here as we embark on a brand new week. Hope you enjoyed all our great weekend programming, including the Kedem presentation of the Arab Shabbos show hosted by Mark Zamek. He's ready for a very, very big uh, milestone this week, um, which we will discuss, of course. Um, so we'll have that for you later in the week. In fact, I just realized Mayor Furtick is going to be hosting on Thursday. And I'd like to speak to Mark on the air about this milestones. We've got to figure that out. Hmm. All right, we'll figure it out. And um, in addition to that, uh, Matis with JM Sunday and Davrami with Saturday Night Seagull with Rabbi Eliezer Zwickler. I hope you enjoy all of our great weekend programming. And now welcome to a brand new week. The best way to go back to work is with us here at JMM. Those of you who are traveling from the Catskills to the city, a special greeting to you. I know a lot of people are in that category on a Monday morning during the summer. So thanks for tuning in. Much appreciated. And again, feel free to comment on the app. Go to the NSN, Nahum Single Network app for Android and iPhone and comment away. Uh, Sandy Shmoyley, he's next. It's JM in the AM.
Yeah. 
دستخرا با تختی یا گلی بی بیشوسخا Even when we 
I've got my data. You got your own. We're on our way. We're on our way. We're on our way back home. I need my data. I need my data. I need my data. I need my data. J.M. in the A.M. with Baderech done by Moshe Auslander. It was great seeing him up at Camp Hask one week ago. He was part of that amazing concert up at Hask on Experience Day. Simcha Liner with Vani. You heard Alev Yodea. That's Chaim Israel. Shlomo Lipman had Aneni. Noam Cornwasser saw him up at Hask with Vahu Rachum. Joey Newcomb's Nachamu. Sandy Shmueli with uh, Yesh Rigayim and Tov Lihiyot Sameach. That is an understatement. Tov Lihiyot Sameach is right. Galit Sal in the background to our news from Israel coming up at America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. Heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio. Round the world web at NachumSegal.com and the NachumSegal Network and of course on the beloved NSN app. Galit Sal in the background, folks. <laughs> Yaakov Katz is going to join us. What do you do with all those pictures and videos? How many times have you asked yourself that question? Yaakov Katz is going to join us with some practical advice coming up live in studio here in New York City at JM in the AM. Galitzal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast next. Boker Tov from JM in the AM. Galitzal, Mirushalayim, Asha Ashtayim, Shalom Rav, Baulpan Rani Avnai, Ima Shekorea Akshav. Nahar Israeli, Ben 18, Nehrag, Bitunad Rachim, Bekanada. חברו נפצע קשה, מדווח כתבנו המדיני יניר קוזין. שני צעירים ישראלים בני 18 הגיעו לקנדה לטיול לפני גיוס. במהלך הטיול עברו השניים תאונת דרכים קשה, תוך כדי רכיבה על טרקטורון. אחד הצעירים נהרג בתאונה, והשני פצוע במצב קשה. קונסול ישראל בטורונטו היה בקשר עם משפחותיהם. ארונו של הצעיר שנהרג בתאונה צפוי להגיע לישראל הלילה. חיילת צה"ל נשפטה ונשלחה למאסר בכלא הצבאי לאחר שהשתתפה אתמול בהפגנה מול הבקו"ם בתל השומר כשהיא במדים. מפרסם לראשונה כתבנו הצבאי דורון קדוש. את ההפגנה ארגנה תנועת אמהות בחזית והיא עסקה בהשתמטות חרדים מגיוס ובהצעת חוק לימוד תורה שתשווה את תנאי לומדי התורה לתנאיהם של משרתי צה"ל. החיילת שמשרתת בעצמה באגף כוח האדם בבסיס תל השומר פעלה בניגוד לפקודות צה"ל מאחר שהיא לבשה מדים במהלך ההפגנה. מפקדיה של החיילת שפטו אותה לחמישה ימי מחבוש בכלא הצבאי. שר האוצר סמוטריץ' עונה לשר הפנים ארבל, הכסף ברשויות הערביות עובר פעמים רבות לארגוני פשע וטרור. מדווח כתבנו לענייני כלכלה ישראל פישר. שר האוצר בצלאל סמוטריץ' ענה במכתב לשר הפנים משה ארבל שטען כי הקפאת המענק של 200 מיליון שקלים לרשויות הערביות תכניס אותן לבור. סמוטריץ' כתב, יש צרכים חשובים יותר מלהמשיך להעביר את הכספים הפוליטיים של מפלגת רע"מ. הכספים האלה עוברים פעמים רבות לארגוני פשע וטרור שהשתלטו על המכרזים והתקציבים ברבות מהרשויות הערביות. ראש מועצת מטה בנימין ישראל גנץ תקף את דובר צה"ל, תת-אלוף דניאל הגרי, שאמר היום כי הפשיעה הלאומנית דוחפת אזרחים ברשות הפלסטינית שאינם מעורבים לטרור. 
הוא אמר אצל אמיר איבגי שדובר צה"ל התעסק בהגנה על יישובים ומניעת טרור. פשוט מי שלא גר ביהודה ושומרון לא מבין מה מדובר. יש פה חקירה שצריכה להיות, יש פה בן אדם שפצוע קשה ומאושפז עם גולגולת שבורה אחרי ניתוח מוח ודנים אם הנשק הופעל במידה נכונה או לא ודובר צה"ל מוצא לנכון לדבר מה מחזק את הטרור שדובר צה"ל יתעסק בהגנה על היישובים ובמניעת טרור מספר בוגרי החינוך שקיבלו תואר אקדמי עלה ב-25% בשנת הלימודים תשפ"ב. כך עולה מנתוני המועצה להשכלה גבוהה והלשכה המרכזית לסטטיסטיקה. רונן קוטין, ראש תחום חרדים במועצה להשכלה גבוהה, מברך על כך ביומן הצהריים. עלייה של 25% בשנה האחרונה, מ-3,760 למעל 4,700 סטודנטים בוגרי החינוך החרדי שהם בוגרי תארים, כמעט הכפלה במהלך של 7 שנים. כמות הסטודנטים החרדים באקדמיה גדלה בקצב משמעותי, כמות הלומדים לתארים מתקדמים ומסיימים תארים מתקדמים גדלה בקצב מאוד מאוד משמעותי. כתבנו לענייני חרדים יואל עברים מציין כי הנתונים מתייחסים לכלל בוגרי המגזר החרדי בהם גם יוצאים בשאלה. מזג האוויר, עומסי חום כבדים יוסיפו לשרור ברוב אזורי הארץ. אלה החדשות שעורכת עדן לוי.
Please show me how a sin- 
JM in the AM. We got into this habit last week of playing some oldies but goodies, and some of them I can't stay away from. Amazing. I'd rather pray and sing. You know, it's, uh, of course, Mordechai and David here on a Monday morning broadcast. We head back to work here at JM in the AM. Pretty amazing, huh? Yeah, pretty amazing. Uh, before that, the Schlock Rock with Nachshon jumped in first. Michakeba Bayit, done by Jonathan Sheinfeld. JM and the AM, good morning. Thanks for joining us. A pleasure to speak with all of you live from our New York City studio. Yaakov Katz, speaking of studios, Yaakov Katz of Yaakov Katz Studios is going to be joining us coming up. He'll make us aware of uh, some of the things needed to know regarding film, video, photos that most of us have probably thought of in terms of trying to preserve them forever but have likely not acted upon that <laughs> that's that's the likelihood so he'll speak with us coming up here at jam uh terry says boker toe from rainy new york remind people to keep extra distance and watch for oil on the ground i saw two accidents already this morning that's a good tip thank you listener terry um, Tikva says Boker Tov. Trucker Yitz says another rainy day in the Catskills. Thank you, Hashem. Trucker Yitz, could you let me know your schedule for this week when you're in the Catskills? Someone asked me if uh, if you could still be found at the uh, eatery that you made famous in uh, the South Fallsburg area. Let me know. I'll pass along the information. Yeah, Trucker Yitz got his own following. What do you expect? Pretty amazing. That's what happens when you start associating with the Nahum Siegel Network uh, years ago. Uh, at some point, you become a uh, a um, an attraction for people who are uh, heading to your area of the uh, of the globe. In this case, the Catskills. Feel free to comment on the app. Go to the NSN Nahum Siegel Network app for Android and iPhone, and comment away. Um, my thanks to uh, Mark. To Avrami, to Matis, to everybody responsible for our amazing weekend programming. Much appreciated. Good to be here on a Monday with a reminder that we've got a full schedule today here at the Nahum Siegel Network. Oh, that's funny. As soon as I... uh, As soon as I... As soon as I did that, I lost the access to the schedule. Now I've got it back. Here we go. Monday's schedule at 9 a.m. May Irmi Lim with Harry Benji Kramer, done, of course, in memory of Mayor Weingarten. Today, the word Nachem, the word Nachem is going to be um, analyzed. And that'll happen at 9 a.m. Eastern time. Join Harry Benji Kramer for that. Um, Yoni Pollock and Seth Gordon with after further review at 10 a.m. They'll recap the Major League Baseball trade deadline. I also need these people who know something about soccer to explain to me the um, the referees' signals at the end of that shootout yesterday. It was so confusing to me uh, what that uh, referee was saying through her signals, and I'm very curious about that. I have to ask Yoni. I have to ask Yoni. Um... In general, that was quite an ending to that game. I happened to, believe me, I had I made no effort to actually watch it. I happened to fall. <laughs> I was waiting to go to the 6 a.m. minion, and all of a sudden I see that there's a live soccer match on featuring a United States team. So on the, on the after, after Shul, I tuned in to see that shootout. Anyway, so uh, I'll need some explanation on that. Also, Yoni was uh, 
talking about being back in the uh, in his home, so to speak, when he went to Yankee Stadium. I'm sure he'll have plenty to say about the Yankee-Houston series as well. So that's between 10 and 11 this morning on After Further Review, followed by the Monday Music Marathon. And thanks so much for being part of this amazing 24-hour listening experience right here at the Nahum Siegel Network. More coming up. It's Eitan Katz at JM in the AM.
JM in the AM with Eitan Katz and Utsu Eitza. Before that, the uh, Amurbi Akiva selection off of Live in Jerusalem, volume number three. Nice album, to say the least. Uh, Mordechai and David's I'd Rather Pray and Sing before that. JM in the AM, good morning, everybody. Our friends at A&H remind you that it's summer. Hard to, uh, frankly, with the heat and humidity we've been having, including today. It's raining here in New York, but boy, is it humid. Wow, is it humid out today. Um, with the heat and humidity we've been having, it's very, very hard to remember, or I should say to forget, uh, that it's the summer months. In fact, what was I watching? Oh, yeah, when I was watching that World Cup game, I saw people in the stands with jackets and scarves, and I'm saying to myself, I wonder what's going on over there. And I look up the weather in Melbourne, uh, which is either where the cup was yesterday or near there. And it was 51 degrees. So in some parts of the world, it may not be summer, but here, New York, New Jersey, the United States, Israel, oh, it's summer all right. The Northern Hemisphere is uh, living up to its reputation in the month of August, which means there's plenty of grilling, plenty of barbecuing, plenty of great outdoor activities and outdoor eating to be done and to be had. Our friends at A&H are at the forefront of the entire movement when it comes to incredible, delicious uh, items that you want to grill up on your barbecue on your hibachi whatever it is you have uh a&h has got the most amazing products they're knockwurst they're uh, hot dogs of so many different varieties um their sausages just incredible you toss them into a hot dog bun smother them in condiments and you're all set yeah that's it you're literally all set nothing to be concerned about <laughs> Hundreds of other great A&H products. If you visit their website, you'll see what I mean. Kosherdogs.net. Again, kosherdogs.net. Make sure to use promo code radio. Go to um, kosherdogs.net. Try all the delicious A&H products. You'll be glad you did, to say the least. Also, enjoy a 10% discount with promo code radio. Try A&H today. You'll be one very happy consumer. Rabbi David Goldwasser's words, and... Whose yard site is this coming Wednesday night? Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. Lekut Maran tells us that there are 600,000 soul roots in Klau Yisroel. We know as well that there are 600,000 osios, letters, in the Torah. We know the halacha, that if one letter is missing, one letter has faded away, then the Sefer Torah is puzzle. You have to get a cipher to fill in that particular letter, and then the Torah is kosher again. Says Lekutimaran, the same is with Klau Yisroel. There are certain osios, there are certain letters that may have faded away or have become lost. We are the Sofrim, we are the scribes, of the Sefer Torah of Klal Yisrael. It is up to us to fill in all the missing letters, to find those Jews that might have become estranged to their own religion and bring them back and make sure that they are able to come close to Hashem. Rabbi Hanina ben Tradyan sat, and we know as it says in the Talmud, he was always occupied with learning Torah. When the government caught him, they brought him wrapped them up in a Torah. They circled it with bundles of vines, and they set them on fire. They put sponges of wool soaked in water on top of his heart in order 
that the fire shouldn't quickly kill him, and he should have a long and agonizing death. The Talmudim said to him, Rebbe, tell us what you see. He said, the parchment is burning, but the letters are flying. Osios parchos ba'avir. Reb Shmuel Rozovsky explained that the letters that are flying in the air are all the people who want to be drawn close to Hashem. We reach out to all of those letters, gather them together, and give them form on the parchment. This was the service of Rabbi Hanina. He gathered large assemblies, Jews from diverse backgrounds, to teach them Torah, to teach them about mitzvot, and bring them close to Hashem. This was the Avaida. This was the service of the great Rabbi Hanina. He was Makil Kehilos because he knew that that was the work that Hashem wants us to do in this world. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser bringing you morning chizik. Have a nice day. Go 
Possibility, laughter and smiles. When I'm with you, I'm soaring high and free. When you're in my world, 
J.M. in the A.M. with Yakov Shweki. I Can Be is the name of that selection. Shim Kramer before that with Sameach. Zusha had the world to come. Monday morning broadcast here at J.M. in the A.M. Feel free to comment on the app. Go to the NSN, Nachum Single Network app for Android and iPhone and comment away. Also... Keep in mind, we have a full schedule today, including Benji Kramer, Rabbi Benji Kramer, I should say, with the latest edition of May Me Lim at 9 o'clock this morning. He'll analyze the word Nachem, comfort. He'll do that at 9 o'clock this morning right here on the Nachem Siegel Network. Also at 10 o'clock, it'll be uh, Yoni Pollock and uh, Seth Gordon looking at the uh, world of sports through their eyes. 
uh, and that'll be a um, uh, that'll be a conversation between the two of them starting at 10 a.m. Eastern time on a show called After Further Review right here on the Nahum Siegel Network. Well, I've been mentioning that a gentleman named Yaakov Katz would be visiting our studio this morning. Yaakov Katz contacted me weeks ago after I think I somehow contacted him. I don't remember the exact story. At my age, you don't remember all the details. But, but at that time, I was, uh, in the, uh, I was concentrating on the topic of uh, saving, preserving uh, a whole variety of things, uh, mostly some of the uh, items that had survived the fire here in, a, in our New York City studio, which uh, made up uh, my scrapbook and uh, so many pieces of memorabilia of my career, et cetera, et cetera. So I consulted with him, and he, uh, he told me that uh, he's got some valuable information for this audience and really any audience when it comes to uh, people who want to preserve photos, film, video, etc., even have stuff printed out because, as he said to me, people have thousands of pictures on their phone and zero pictures to share with people around them. Yaakov Katz of Yaakov Katz Studios, welcome to JM in the AM. Good morning, Nachum. Thank you so much for having me. Move on. that a drop closer it. to you. And uh, yeah, it's great to have you here. And uh, what a funny way in terms of how we met. And you made some recommendations to me in terms of uh, uh, of what to do and how to proceed. And then some of that has been implemented. So uh, are you actually, do you have the show running on the uh, the phone, I hear that in the background. I do, actually. I just wanted to hear myself twice, so if you don't mind. <laughs> he's on the show, and he's listening to the show. How long have you had a, a studio experience? How long have you been uh, uh, doing photography, video, and all the other things you do uh, for people in the community? So I've been doing it for 11 or 12 years already. I've lost track. I started when I was 16. Wow. Um, in ninth grade, I was doing uh, brisses in Chavetz Chaim. You know, I used to get, I took my camera out. I did a bris. I told the guy, listen, he paid me 30 bucks and I'll get some good bagels. You know, I'll do some pictures and <laughs> you'll stick it. around for breakfast. Exactly. <laughs> we'll call it a deal, you know, and uh, that's how I started. You know, it just it was a way to get myself in the door and also learn learn on the job. You know, right. very low risk and people enjoyed it. And from there, I assume you upgraded your equipment and you started going to even more high-profile events. More high, yeah, exactly. And I actually uh, shout out to the Queens Jewish Link because I uh, they were the ones who really helped me get going. You know, they uh, nice. I did a lot of shoots for them. Actually, they brought me to the White House. Um, That's pretty cool. Yeah, when President Trump was there, they had um, I, I got him from the Queens Jewish Link. Actually, I, I took pictures of him. Um, APAC also nice. Yeah, so oh, this so was all some really nice. Yeah, things. I love I love politics, so I figured you know I I use the Queen's Jewish Link and they helped me um get to all these events really. All right, so to say that you are an official photographer and I assume videographer or you work with someone who does video uh, for all the traditional events, whether it's the White House or whether it's someone's wedding, would be accurate, right? So weddings I haven't got into because uh, you know I like to be home at night. For my wife. Interesting. <laughs> so you're specifically avoiding that whole category. Exactly, yeah. And spe and that's why I'm transitioning a bit to this, um, you know, preserving right. memories, because this way it will help me stay right. home. So it's daytime events and preserving memories. Uh, yeah, exactly. And the problem that I and so many others who are listening right now, and it's funny because I said this morning, 
on the air, I said, <laughs> I can't imagine what percentage of people who are tuned into this show have the exact problem that we are going to be discussing this morning. Uh, I mean, we literally have thousands of pictures. Someone made a comment the other day how uh, we used to, <laughs> when we were kids, you know, it was a miracle if our parents, you know, took one picture a year of us. And now if you don't get a picture of your grandchildren every 12 seconds, you know, then there's a problem somewhere, you know. I mean, last last week I'm with my granddaughter and <laughs> I'm, I take out my phone. I literally snap 30 pictures of the exact same scene, just, you know, and they're all sitting on my phone. But anyways, all of us have thousands of pictures that are on our phones and, and, and maybe other, um, uh, other uh, types of equipment as well and uh, digital cameras, etc. And, um, and we have nothing to show for it. We couldn't, uh, whether, and I'm not just talking about Shabbos and Yantif. I'm talking about even during the week. It's hard to, you know, access everything the way you'd like to and show people you know, what you've taken pictures of. Has Yaakov Katz solved this problem? This is a lifelong problem, you know. I'm trying to figure it out for myself as well, you know, because they say that we're the most photographed generation. Right. Well, that's obvious. You know, and then, but the thing that they say also that in five years, no one's going to even have the pictures. Right. You know? So the question is really how to enjoy the pictures that you currently have, you know, or take. Right. Um, And keep in mind, if you you sat with 1,000 of your pictures, you probably would only want less than 1% of them. That's to correct. be preserved forever. That's correct. So that, that in and of itself is a process. Weeding through that would be a process. What recommendations do you have? So basically, I'll show you on my, on my phone. I have an app called Good Ones. Okay. Literally, it's called Good Ones. Um, it's an Israeli guy who made the app, and he wanted to enjoy the pictures of his son. So he made an app that's called Good Ones, and it goes through the pictures with AI. And look, I have like, you can see all my best pictures. Every few weeks I go on, and it helps me choose. You go... So it chooses for you, and then you get to choose even more. You get to weed it down even more. Exactly. And I don't like that big, that big scary word, delete. Right. So it even helps you not delete things. It just, you just enjoy the pictures that you like. What an ingenious invention. It's amazing. It's yeah. amazing, yeah. So like, I have it as, even as a widget on my, on my iPhone, and so right. I, it just cycles through the good pictures, which Very is cool. really cool. All right, so that obviously solves one part of the problem. Correct. But there's more that we have to get to, right? There's more. So, I mean, you know, like, when I came into this industry, I thought that the most important was the old pictures, the pictures that are, not, are printed but not actually scanned. Right. But people told me that it's actually more dangerous to... It's actually a priority to back up your digital devices first. Correct. And the simple reason is because you have 50,000 pictures on your iPhone, you know, and if you lose your iPhone, if you drop it in the toilet, if it, dro- if it, if it falls, if it cracks, there's 50,000 pictures, right. you know, at once. Um, you know, God forbid if there's a fire, unfortunately, mm-hmm. I know that you had a fire. Sure. Um, that is also a risk, but you're walking around with 50,000 pictures on your phone. But most people have some type of automatic backup, no? It's possible. Or you know, am, I, am I wrong and most people do not? <laughs> I think that most people, I'm guessing most people have, um, you know, they have in theory a backup, but then they keep getting these messages, iCloud storage full. Right. You know? And they don't deal with it. Right. Because you just push it off and like, right. okay, I'll, I'll get it one day. You or know? we need to back up, do so, you know, immediately. And then you go weeks and you never do it. Exactly. Right. Exactly. All right. So that's interesting. Um, so people have to be on top of that. Uh, and and the first, after they've installed the app you recommended, weeded through some of those pictures. Even with even before doing that, they've got to they've got to back up everything on their phone when possible. Yeah, and there's some very easy ways to do that. Honestly, you know, you can either buy some iCloud storage. It's like three four dollars right. a month. Yeah, you know what I'm saying very very inexpensive. Right. But there are two steps that are I don't want to say complicated, but even more necessary 
than what you just described. The first, obviously, is once you've chosen the photos that you want to keep, you got to figure out a way to either print them out or create an album that's going to be, you know, a hard album. I think even people in your generation, and even those who are not necessarily worried about Shabbos and Yontif, appreciate having a real hard album to display in their home or to, you know, carry around if they want to, you know, show people different things from their business or from their personal life. So that would be, that would be one step that needs to be done right so absolutely i mean like there's a few ways to go about it you know my grandmother for example i made I, I printed out a book for her of the pictures i scanned of hers um and a funny story about that actually about my grand about um, my grandparents my grandfather unfortunately is not doing well and um he had short-term memory loss he had short-term right. short and what happened was when i printed out the book for him he actually was able to remember these memories from the, from the from 80, 60 years ago. Man, it helped you know? him out. Yeah. And so, the, besides for Shabbos Yontiv, it was just an awesome opportunity for sure. him to just continue living life really happily. Right. You know, for me, I you know when I go on trips, we make books. Um, I use Mixbook. It's a great website, very easy to use, great coupons. And that is the and, and Mixbook is your recommendation, even though there are a million others, right? Yeah, I like it a lot. I think it's high quality and easy to use. You know, like some other companies, I don't think their books are as high quality. Um, and Mixbook always has good coupons. So it's, you want to save some cash, the best way to do it, mixbook.com. And all you do is choose pictures. You literally set up the pages yourself, right? You can set up or they have autofill. Okay, so you don't have to, if you're scared and worried that you can't sit for hours to actually arrange every single page, they'll do it for you. Uh, but you get to a degree, you get to choose, and then, of course, you know, they handle the rest. I think I'm going to steal a line from my friend from the CMA Shahs. I think, what is it? Don't uh, let the en- don't let perfection be the enemy of, right. uh, of per- good. Per- perfection is the en- the enemy? What do we always say? Yeah, I think it's perfection is the enemy of good, right? So this this line is like, it, it's it, this like in, in this industry, it, it is comes down to a lot of that. You know, it's like, well, I'm not going to do all my pictures, so therefore I shouldn't do any. Right. You know, and that's hard. It's hard to get over that, you know. And like what I tell people is let's focus on this year. Let's start early. Let's just start with, with the last month, you know, make a little book and, um, and take it from there. Yeah, exactly. You know, we don't have to start from 30 years ago, you know, <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> and then you'll start building a really nice, beautiful library. And if God forbid anything happens to that library, it's all backed up. It's all there. And, you know, one can recreate the entire thing. In fact, I would assume that the website or app that you just recommended, I would bet that they could five years from now just recreate the same book for you, right? I would guess. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I assume they're still in business, but they've been around for a while. Aren't we living in an insane age? It's crazy. I mean, you don't appreciate it as much. Obviously, you're much younger than I am. But someone who's bridged these generations, you know, that understood that if you, you know, lose something physical, you're never going to have it back again. And now it's backed up somewhere, you know, up there or down there, wherever they keep stuff, you know, <laughs> in some place in Virginia, I think it is, you know, wherever it is, they store everything. It's pretty remarkable. There's actually a website called forever.com. I'm a huge fan of it. I found it recently. And, um, what that does actually is instead of renting storage, so when you go to Dropbox, you go to all these websites, you're right. renting storage, right? right? You're renting, you pay a monthly fee. Right. This lets you buy it, and it keeps it for about 100 years, they say. Long time, you know, you never know what's going to happen with a business. But they have a $10 million guarantee that they have an escrow fund that they keep uh, just in case they go out of business. So this way, when you want to use your pictures and keep them forever, you know, and, and pass them on to your family, this is a great way to do that. You know, you could have someone else have the account and you can keep your documents on there. Your, I mean, you know, everything. Does that apply to videos as well? Yes. They'll keep it there. Yes. It's very, very cool. 
Um, you've made a lot of recommendations so far this morning. The first one was the the uh, good ones app. The good ones, right? Okay, so that's good ones. You could search that on your app store. Then you recommended, in terms of the uh, photo albums, you recommended... Mixbook.com. Mixbook. And then this one is forever.com. That's correct. Yaakov Katz is here. Yaakov Katz Studios, based in Queens. And he's got a lot of recommendations when it comes to uh, preserving uh, documents, photos, etc. Things that are actually are photographed or video that you want to keep. Um, you are sitting here today essentially recommending that people do this on their own. Are you in competition with yourself? Meaning, <laughs> meaning is, this, uh, is this something, a service that you would normally do? Someone brings a box of stuff to your studio, would you deal with it? So totally. You know, I, I give people recommendations if they wanted to do it themselves or want some help. I also have consultation fees, like you know, a, a consultation options where we can meet on Zoom and I can show you how to do it yourself. The benefit is you could have upkeep. You know, you could do it yourself after, after, after right. we meet. Um, and when I first contacted you, the issue that I had was that all the scrapbooks that thank God made it through the fire, even though they were pretty damaged, you know, every one of those pages I wanted to be preserved and I certainly didn't want to keep them because they are full of dirt and smell and frankly, nobody really wants them around, you know, for future years, but we have to deal with it. And you made some recommendations that with a proper setup, again, something that you can recommend to people, with a proper setup, not expensive, you could actually photograph every page of anything that you want to preserve, put them up on there, you know, on whichever site you're recommending, forever.com, et cetera, and then you could literally just throw out the originals. So I'll tell you something interesting that actually I found out also. Some people, including myself, but they, they actually photograph memorabilia as well. Right. You know when you have those, like, thousands of trophies? Now, I have, like, the uh, thank you for participating trophies. Right. I don't always have the... <laughs> <laughs> no, but what if somebody has a, a football signed by a player? They're not going to photograph that and get rid of the football. No, but I'm saying if you want to save space in your house, for example, and you have 10 trophies from your son that you never want to throw out, right. you're very... You're, you know, so what, what people do is they actually photograph them and put them in a book. It saves space, and, and then you, you have, a, and then you have a choice with the trophies. You can put them in storage, or literally throw them out. Yeah, depending on. And, what and this way, you have memory of it. You know, like I'm not right. into throwing things out, deleting. That's a whole other story. You know, right? Very cool. Yeah. Okay, that's actually a good idea, and very practical. Unless it's a piece of memorabilia or worth some money, then we exactly. don't. Then we're not recommending you that's throw correct. it out. That's correct. But the participation trophies, I have a feeling, <laughs> you, you can either throw out or give back to the coach who gave it to you, exactly. and they'll just reuse them. Exactly. <laughs> Simple as that. But Nachum, we have to speak about, um, you know, when I was. Telling my father that I, I was coming here, he told me that Yaakov, you know, there's uh, Nachum Siegel's grandfather walked your grandfather down the aisle. Yaakov Katz, uh, talk about, you know, preserving photos. Yaakov Katz contacted me the other day and uh, asked me if I recognized the man in the, in, the, um, in the photo. And I took a risk and said it looks like my grandfather because I didn't know my grandfather that well. Um, and it looks like my grandfather. And sure enough, uh, your family's from Chicago. My grandfather arrived in Chicago in the 1930s, and your, what did you say, grandfather? Or My grandfather. Your grandfather was walked down at his wedding by his father, by my grandfather, and by Rabbi... Kalmanovich from the mirror. Rabbi Kalmanovich. The four, and there's a picture of it. Yeah. The four of them are literally walking down the aisle, the three of them with the chassan, uh, in this photo, and uh, it's amazing that your father knew the story and was able to tell you about it. I think that this is really the essence of what we do, you know, is that is asking the questions that already have the answers. You know, it's like this picture was around. I just right. it was in the, it, my father screenshotted it from a video he made. How would I know? You know, if I didn't if I never asked him, you know, 
I would have never known how cool this is. You know, mm-hmm. like not only that, I asked my grandmother yesterday and she said that um, because of your grandfather, you know, I think there's definitely a part part of us that are religious because of because of that, you know, right. people know in your family became religious because of his influence. Yes, yes. It's pretty amazing. And frankly, look, I mean, in, in the massive Siegel family group, right? Everyone's got a WhatsApp group. There are pictures of my grandparents, obviously, but few and far between compared to what we have today, you know, in terms of this whole thing. Um, and you know how it is. People move, people, you know, things happen and, and, uh, and pictures of that generation are lost. You know, just nobody knows where they are. They lose track of them. We have this incredible advantage today that when, you know, someone gets married, it's almost guaranteed that 100 years from now, those photos are going to be around in some way, shape, or form, probably digitally, of course. Um, so this is amazing. You know, it's a, we don't have that many pictures of my grandparents. And then you send me this one. Uh, it's pretty remarkable. We, we're assuming that wedding was in Chicago? I assume so, yeah. And we don't know where, right? But probably I in some know. shul. I have to ask my grandmother. Yeah, probably in some shul yeah. in Chicago. Pretty incredible. It's amazing, yeah. Yaakov Katz is here at America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. Heard on listeners, sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web at AlchemSiegel.com, on the AlchemSiegel Network, and, of course, on the beloved NSN app. All right, um, information. What do people do to get in touch with you? Because there are people listening right now, I guarantee you, who want to solve all the problems we've laid out this morning. <laughs> <laughs> just to clarify, my, my father said the wedding was in New York. He just it was that. in New York? Yes. And do we know the year? Um, maybe, I'm, I'm my just, father's listening now, so maybe he'll text me. I'm just second. wondering I'm, why am I asking about the year? Because in the 30s, my grandfather was in the bulk of the time was in Chicago. Once we got to the 40s, he was very often in, in the New Jersey area because my father was already in New Jersey. So I'm wondering what year it was, and hopefully we'll find out in the next couple of minutes. Hopefully we'll find <laughs> out. Yeah. Also, I want to just say one more thing, which is I think the the the. Oh, here, 1959. Oh, so there you go. So obviously my grandfather was in Jersey, and, uh, and the wedding was in New York. Very amazing, cool. amazing. Yeah. Yeah. My, fa- my grandfather also got smicha from Rukabonovich. Oh, cool. He said he used to have to wake up really early in the morning to get that, you know? <laughs> Test, yeah. I would imagine that they studied Torah for many, many hours yeah, a day, exactly, early exactly. in the morning till late at night. <laughs> <laughs> they used to say that about my grandfather, that, uh, that um, he was so involved in the study of Torah that he, uh, that he would be... Uh, learning 26 hours a day. So they said, 26 hours a day? A day only has 24 hours. I said, yeah, he used to borrow two hours from the next day. That's how, <laughs> that's how dedicated he was to Torah study. Go ahead. I'm sorry you were saying. No, no. It's, <laughs> it's that um, this is like the best part of the whole thing for me is is looking back at and, and reliving the stories and, and writing them down. You right. know, um, My grandmother, for example, I went to their house recently since I got into this, and she has a picture from 1908 or 1916 hanging up on her wall. It's been there since I was a kid. Of Russia, a Rosh Hashanah card of her grandparents. You know, it says uh, Happy New Year, whatever, you know, in Hebrew maybe. Um, and these things are around for us, you know. I was talking to someone yesterday, his, his father is a survivor. And he said a beautiful story about the, um, that his, that uh, one of the famous Hasidic Rebbe's only ate his father's shechita. Mm-hmm. Then I asked him, I said, did you write down the story? And he said, no, I have to write it down. These are the opportunities we have just to spend a few minutes, you know, to write these things down so that our kids, our grandkids can know these stories. You and, know? They're, and they're priceless. You can't put a value on this stuff. And unfortunately, once they're once we once we are gone, yeah. once they, they're forgotten, they're forgotten, they're forgotten, yeah. you know, and yeah, it's, it's, it's easy, you know, because what you do is you take the book and you just write a little caption in, sure. in each picture, you know. Right. Um, and you could probably I mean, this is already getting ridiculous that I'm going to say it this way, but you could probably write something and then attach it digitally to that to that picture to that piece and again 
it's preserved as a slide or whatever it is for years from then. It's exactly know? what we do. Yeah, you could something called metadata where you right. actually put, you know, just like where you, on your phone you can see where you took the picture. So you can also add comments, you know, and just little little captions. It's not much, you know, you don't have to write like a whole Megillah, you know, but just right. a little sentence. This is in Chicago, 1959, whatever, you know. Pretty cool. Uh, Yaakov Katz. By the way, you know, there are a lot of famous Yaakov Katzes, right? I know the other one, the editor of the Jerusalem Post. Jerusalem Post, Post yeah. he no longer is editor, but he's certainly a very prominent journalist. But Ketzela, the hero of the Yom Kippur War, I believe his first name is Yaakov. Oh, I didn't he's know also that. Yaakov Katz. I didn't know that. Yeah, you, you share your name with uh, a lot of great people, I must say. Uh, Yaakov Katz Studios, number one, people can actually go online and literally uh, go to yaakovkatzstudios.com, right? That's correct, yeah. So that's one thing. Any other method of communication, Instagram, et cetera, you want to tell everybody about? Yeah, Instagram, you know, you could text me, uh, 646-300-1811, call me. I'm happy to answer any questions anyone has. And on Instagram, is it at Yaakov Cat Studios? Yeah. That's it. Simple yeah, it's as just that. Uh, simple. You know, we uh, you can communicate with me anyway. I try to be available anyway. Yaakov Katz uh, did everything in his power to help us in our unique situation. And now he wants to help you, those of you out there who want to solve the problem of uh, preserving your photos on a digital basis, creating the books that we spoke about, preserving things uh, in the back end of the web, as we, descri- as we describe through forever.com uh, or any other of those uh, uh, resources. Uh, if you want to consult with him, he is available. Just go to the website, Yakov Cat Studios on Instagram, at Yakov Cat Studios, or utilize the uh, cell phone that he just uh, uh, gave us on the air, and uh, he'll be more than happy to follow up and uh, help deal with whatever situation you might be in. You probably have met people with boxes and boxes and boxes that they'd like to preserve. So I'll just finish off with yeah, one sure. story we had. Um, I just finished someone's job. It was about 50 albums. From the time photo albums, photo albums, yes, and it was in her basement, very, very neatly. What did organized. you do? A book a day? What did you do? like? What pace? Nah, it was about a hundred hours of work. Wow. Yeah, it was. It's a lot, you know. Yeah, but you the can. point is, you have to be very careful with right. you know making sure that nothing rips. And she has pictures from when she's a baby, and now she's a grandmother. You know, thank God. Yeah. And she made books herself after I scanned the pictures, and on Sukkot and uh, Pesach, she went th- through the books with her grandkids, you know, and her kids, and. They were able to just enjoy that and say the stories that they had. You know, I think that was the most, that's like the most beautiful part about the whole thing. Look, once this pro- these projects are over, you have hours and hours of, an, of amazing family time to spend with generations, you know. And I'm sure, as you just described, that when someone goes through that, they absolutely love it. Why wouldn't they? There's no, there, it, it really is priceless. Sure. The, the, this is experience. It's amazing. Yeah. Uh, Yakov, what a pleasure meeting you. A Thank real you very much, Malcolm. I really appreciate it. It was very fun. Yaakov Katz, yes. It has been a very fun experience from the moment we first were connected. Uh, Yaakov Katz from Yaakov Katz Studios. Instagram at Yaakov Katz Studios. Website, YaakovKatzStudios.com. Uh, use any of the methods of communication to be in touch with him. If he could be helpful to this audience, he certainly wants to be. And that uh, you could hire him to take care of all these things. And uh, daytime events. If you have a daytime simcha. Bar Mitzvah on a Sunday, daytime. Yaakov Katz is interesting. Daytime and evening, you know. <laughs> and even the early evening. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. My wife needs to be home by 10 p.m., you know. So as long as I can be home by no then. No mitzvah tanzes. Exactly, exactly. You, you're not pulling a ZK and staying up all night to film a mitzvah tanz. That's correct. Uh, so just be in touch with Yaakov Katz. Uh, and I hope this information has been helpful, everybody. His uh, interaction with us has been very helpful over the last couple of months. More coming up. It is a Monday morning edition of JM in the AM. Thank you.
אינוי בנוי מיוונים, הוא בנוי מדמויס. אינוי בנוי שלוי לום, אני אוהדיה, שביס המקדוש השלישי, אינוי בנוי מיוונים, הוא בנוי... Oh, you're the boy that's a loyal Never show him 
Number three, Olam Haba, done by uh, Maishi Tischler. More of a Shabbos song, but all right, we can play it on a Monday, why not? He had the uh, Achda selection before that. Amr Madar with Gudvach, Kach Shali done by Avramel, Avram Fried, and we are in hour number three on a Monday morning broadcast here at JMNAM. I do remind you, I do remind you that, um, that, um, what was I going to remind you about? <laughs> I do remind you that at 9 o'clock this morning, right, Benji Kramer has made Irmi Lim with the word Nachem. And at 10 o'clock this morning, it's uh, Yoni Pollock and Seth Gordon discussing the world of sports. That'll happen starting at 10 a.m. Eastern time right here on the Nachum Siegel Network, uh, followed by the Monday Music Mix. Uh, one of the best ways to uh, go through the day is with us in the background or the foreground at the Nachum Siegel Network. Ari Boyanju. We'll do this oldie but goodie. He's next at JM in the AM. Oh, the limb of 
Ich habe es nie doch hin und ah, ja, 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 ja,
Jam in the AM with the Chevra and the Yerushalayim. Lipa had Mizrach. You heard my Gudlu done by Ari Boyanju here. At- I know how you feel when it's wrong everywhere. I know how you feel when there's nothing to spare. I know how you feel when you want to walk away. I know how you feel, but I want you to stay. Life's a sad song I know how you feel When you just don't belong I know how you feel When it's too much to bear I know how you feel But I'm standing right here Cause the gold don't shine And my words don't arrive without you And the hills won't climb And the bells won't chime without you the gold don't shine and the words don't rhyme and the hills don't climb and the bell don't chime without you. This whole world is just not fine without you. Say it's not fair. I know how you feel when you just don't care. I know how you feel when you wanna walk away. I know how you feel, but I want you to stay. Cause the gold don't shine and my words don't arrive without you. And this heart's not mine and the world's not fine without you. The gold won't shine. The words don't rhyme and the hills don't climb and the bells don't shine without you. This whole world is just not fine without you. This whole world is just not fine without you. Tachli ba'im ya'ira isa, 
Avram Wellig with you. Hey, Rava. 
Eighth day before that with stay. Monday morning, jam in the AM. Heading back to work. Avrami told me that we dropped out before for a minute or two. I apologize. We're in our New York City studio and we're live, but we were interrupted by some gremlin, as uh, listener Ruvain would put it. Uh, yeah, I don't know what's going on, but I don't know. For some reason, in the New York City studio, we get this we get this dropout or interruption at some point, which I, we still haven't figured out. It's driving me a little nuts, frankly, but whatever. Um, so that's... Uh, Right, that's the music we've been playing for you here at JMM, or at least what we've been playing on the program, as opposed to what you may have heard there for a minute or two in between. Coming up at 9 o'clock, Rabbi Benji Kramer, Meir Me Lim. He'll explain the word Nachem. Meir Me Lim happening at 9 a.m. Eastern Time. Feel free to comment on the app. Go to the NSN, Nachum Single Network app for Android and iPhone, and comment away. Oh, Trucker Yitz. Trucker Yitz checked in on the app. Trucker Yitz, can you let me know if you're in the Catskill region this week? There are people who are curious if you're uh, hanging out at the old haunts where you used to be uh, on a regular basis up in the Catskills. So if you could let me know, I'd greatly appreciate it. Uh, best way, I guess, Nahum at NahumSiegel.com, N-A-C-H-U-M at N-A-C-H-U-M-S-E-G-A-L.com. Uh, let's see here. JM in the AM with, uh, what do we got? Oh, Yaakov Shweki coming up next at JM in the AM. Israel, no le pache, a shemel lo que va o le quitra, 
comes undone you've hit rock bottom when all the answers asked for seem ignored because you never got them there's not a door you haven't tried but every key is locked inside your faith is shaking to the ground when all the hope you cling to slips away you're treading water when desert winds are blowing sand astray Sun's getting hotter, the highest mountains block your view, the woods are deep you can't see through, you're losing hope you'll ever find your way.
J.M. in the A.M. with Michal Brzezanski wrapping up an amazing Monday. This is a good one. My thanks to Yaakov Katz, who was here earlier. If you don't receive our daily thread or our weekly newsletter, make sure to write to Avrami. If you don't receive our daily thread or our weekly newsletter, make sure to write to Avrami, af at nachomsegel.com. Again, af at nachomsegel.com, and he will take good care of you. Make sure you're on the list and in regular touch with us. And who wouldn't want to be in regular touch with us? Achenu Israel and Achim brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard a listeners sponsored digital radio around the world of web at NachumSingle.com, on the NachumSingle Network, and of course on the beloved NSN app. Wraps up an amazing Monday here at JM and the AM. Plenty more tomorrow starting at 6 a.m. And of course, plenty more right now, including... Rabbi Benji Kramer, the word is Nachem, and the segment is entitled Meir Milim. That's coming up next at 10 o'clock after further review with Yoni and Seth. Music marathon all day long, and I thank you all for tuning in. Have a fabulous Monday. Till tomorrow, Nachem Segal reminding you, remember the past, live the present, and trust the future.